0: Well, hi Spots and G-Pops Here on the air Hi right, Spots and G-Pops This is Silicon Steve Allen We're back again With another episode on Spotify Episode number 3 since our grand return Lottie. How are you, feeling? Wow. Are you feeling Are you feeling spicy
1: Oh, definitely feeling spicy This is our Babe Ruth episode of uh, On Spotify here
0: You know I mocked Ronda Rousey unmercifully, unmercilessly, when she said she was feeling spicy, and I think it's when she lost the title to Liv Morgan, hmm. um, or she—I she, don't know—she said I'm feeling spicy after she just won a match. So CM Punk said it this week, and he and McIntyre had a heck of a segment, probably my favorite segment of the week so far.
1: All right,
0: and Vladi Dotty, my boy. From one of my homelands, my motherlands. My mother's from Kenilworth, New Jersey, though. From the great island of Scotland. Is it an island? It's
1: an island. Isn't it? Well, it's part of the United Kingdom.
0: Yeah, it's on an island. It's fine. It's fine. It's anyway, the, the Scottish psychopath. I think he's a great man. Drew McIntyre. I thought served CM Punk. With some truth burgers that dare I say had Drew McIntyre the clear victor in this promo battle this past Monday night. Did Drew McIntyre pull off the upset of one of the GOATs? I think he did.
1: I'd have to rewatch it actually, but it was pretty damn even.
0: You are a sycophant. Sycophant punk. Come on. He told he I loved it. You Drew McIntyre. Spoke up now. I will say this the crowd reacted more to CM Punk. CM Punk could literally just urinate in a cup and they'd freak freak out. Even though that would be a crazy thing to see. Um Drew McIntyre Drew McIntyre again, he's been absolutely perfect since this soft heel turn. I guess it's a full-blown heel turn, but he's been absolutely perfect. He hasn't been a scumbag heel. He's been telling his story and his truth. And he told his truth about CM Punk, told a story about how CM Punk called himself a locker room leader. This is why I now found out after all these years, Lottie Dottie, what CM stands for in CM Punk. You ready? CM. Many people say it stands for Chick Magnet. No, no, no. Charles Montgomery. No, 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 none of that. It actually stands for con man punk because he's not afraid to lying to the audience. And the whole thing about punk is that he doesn't lie. Well, Booker T and RV, Booker T confirmed and RVD both tell, told stories about how Punk referred to himself as a locker room leader. Drew McIntyre called that one back. There's a lot of bad behavior CM Punk's gonna have to answer for, and I think a lot of fun storylines. Drew McIntyre calls it back and saying, I needed a leader when you were the leader, when you called yourself a leader, and you weren't a leader to me, and you know, you put me in a bad place. You you one of the reasons I was in a bad place. Again, also going with Drew McIntyre's character that he's blaming other people instead of himself. You got that angle too, so he's still kind of the heel. But CM Punk denies that he calls himself a locker room leader. He did. Are every, Is everyone lying? So this whole idea, there's a propaganda machine behind CM Punk. Oh, unfortunately, he's horrible at it, and he's not friends with any jerk-off dirt sheet writers. So he's not as effective but he tries this nice guy campaign like I'm a nice guy how many times did he say that since he's
1: been back he's a nice guy
0: he's he's not a nice guy he's only he a nice guy if he doesn't Starbucks. he's only a nice guy if you don't think he's a threat to you that's why all the girls love him right all the girls love him oh boy nice there, there had one issue with a girl backstage for some reason only men now vice versa you can say that they feel threatened by him Drew McIntyre even brought that part up, which I loved. You're costing a lot of people more money the longer you're here. I mean, stuff like that. Drew McIntyre did not hold back, and I thought he was perfect. I thought CM Punk was PG Punk, as a very brilliant young man once called him. PG Punk. uh,
1: A future WWE employee.
0: I'm sure he is. (laughs) <laughs> if it's not going to be this time around, you know damn well by the time the next time comes around, the AEW's Shad Khan's going to pull the plug on that one by that point in time.
1: Yeah, everybody get out.
0: Except for Daniel Garcia. We're going to have you wrestle a broom. Actually, you know what, boss? Yes, Tony. Here's a blow up doll. Me and Abushi used to wrestle all the time. We can go a lot of places with that one, Vladi, but we're going to leave that one alone. Yeah. I just actually watched the episode of Abushi wrestling with blow up doll today. Bushi actually jobbed.
1: Did you, Was it? Was it part of his art?
0: Uh, all I'm saying is Abushi wrestled the blow up doll and he lost. Took a Canadian destroyer to finish. Wow, it was an upset. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people didn't think the blow up doll would beat the actual human being.
1: It was a great moment in professional wrestling, right?
0: Jim Cornette bit. <laughs> but in the foot. but, but uh, yeah, you thought it was even. I, what was some? I didn't think Punk had a lot of good zingers, though. What were some of the good, good the highlights of Punk you liked so much?
1: I don't know. I just watched it once, so basically, you know, I just thought he sort of uh, he hung in there with him for sure, and uh, that was about it. He's not supposed
0: to hang in with anybody. He's, he's one of the – look, anyone who denies he's not one of the goats on that microphone, you're a liar. He's not overrated. He doesn't suck. He doesn't just say controversial shit just to say controversial shit. The guy is a master at a promo, period. Has been for 20 years. So let's stop pretending like he's not a goat at the promo. He's a C-minus player in the ring. It's fine. He's a C He's a C human being. Whatever. Wow.
1: Wow. I'm just going by what I heard. If you don't play your cards right with him, he's going to be Satan himself. I I should stop talking.
0: But either way, though, it's still great to have CM Punk back on television. And it's great to have him work with a guy like Drew McIntyre. And I think Drew McIntyre's this new evolution in this character. I think there's some really green, even possibly bigger passions for Drew coming up. I'm thinking maybe even a possible world championship over the next year or so. I don't think it's going to happen over the next six months, but Drew McIntyre's character and his career is going in a really good way. I don't think it's – I'm pretty sure he's going to re-sign with WWE if he keeps on going in this direction.
1: I mean, we're going to start seeing less and less of Roman, and somebody else is going to have to rise. And you know what? Drew is larger than Roman, puts on a better puts on a better match than Roman. And what he's finding is, is, like, his true inner voice here. And he's really progressing well. So this this could only get better for Drew McIntyre's time goes on here. And and he's 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 it. He's the it guy. And, and it's like, you could put the world title on him and not even flinch. And he can
0: go, too, for a big guy. Yeah. He can really work, man. Great worker. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we're seeing something cool here. And it's like, you know what? You see these two, like, going back and forth on the microphone. And there's some... Some tension there for sure. And you have a situation here now where it's like, you know, they're, they're table setting things here. I mean, say if Punk were to win the world title, I mean, Drew McIntyre is going to definitely be one of the first opponents, probably.
0: No, I, I think Drew McIntyre is definitely, if there is a change in champion, I think you're definitely going to see Drew McIntyre. And I think there might be what they're setting it up now. It depends on how bad Seth is hurt. I don't know right. if they give, uh, I don't know if they give, give Punk the victory at WrestleMania. I can see them giving him the match, the main event match, but I don't think they'll give him the, the title. No. He's going to win it. Okay, well, we'll see. You and I will certainly be in com- competition for a certain title.
1: Uh, you better start preparing yourself mentally and emotionally for that moment because it's going to happen, pal.
0: All it means is that I'm going to take this title and put it over here and, we're gonna, and I'm just going to run the spot when you have the title with you. I Maybe I'll send it to you. Maybe we'll do that and you'll have to keep it in the back. Maybe we'll
1: see. We'll get there you it. go.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving I'm on, we also ready. see Roman Reigns, Royal Rumble, where WrestleMania season is afoot, and we're going to actually be talking about it, do a little bit of, a, I don't know if you want to call it fantasy booking, but we're going to see what how we're looking at WrestleMania prior to the Royal Rumble. We thought it would be fun if we looked at what we think the matches are going to be right now here on July 10th. But before we do that, let's talk about a very, very important match in terms of what we're going to see at the Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns and Randy Orton, LA Knight,
1: AJ Styles,
0: Styles. and AJ Styles. They had, I thought, a really good job here this past SmackDown. They had a three-way match between Orton Knight and AJ Styles. The winner obviously goes and faces Roman one-on-one for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Is that what it's called? Because I've noticed uh, Orton, I have noticed Orton and LA Knight have both called it the WWE Championship a lot lately. But anytime you see Roman come out, you call him the, w, you hear the WWE Universal, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion.
1: But Okay, so that's the WWE Championship versus the World Champion, which is Seth Rollins.
0: Which is what they did back when they did the first brand split back, you know, 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. So they might be kind of losing the Universal thing in a little bit. Just yeah. something to keep an eye on, folks. Um, uh, maybe Undisputed, they'll go with, but they wound up having a smash where the entire bloodline comes out, wastes everybody, and this great moment at the end. I absolutely loved it, and this is when we talk about when they call, call it cinema. This is what we're talking about. Nick Aldis, who I love how they're building his character and the way he runs, he runs SmackDown, not afraid to stand up to the bloodline and Roman Reigns, unlike Adam Pierce was. Adam Pierce tried to stand up to him, but not really. And we know what happened then with everything during the Kevin Owens run. But for the most part, you always saw Paul Heyman pulled all the strings and got whatever he wanted over the last couple of years, right? So yeah. now that's not the situation. After the bloodline waste the three combatants, they're celebrating. Roman Reigns is robustly just like, look at me. Ah! And he's really roaming out. And there was this great shot of Paul Heyman and Nick Aldis saying, tell Roman congratulations. He now on his way a fatal four-way at the Royal Rumble. All four men will be fighting for the title. And they're celebrating. Wow, Nick Aldis walks away. And you see in the background they have, have the bloodline celebrating beating up the combatants. And Paul Heyman's like, it's just that kind of stuff is with." the Roman Reigns storylines bring to the table. I know a lot of people don't think that's a big deal. Guy like me, I care about that kind of stuff because it does make you feel differently. And, it, and that's why this has been arguably the greatest. I don't even want to call it a storyline because there's been a lot of chapters within this, but yeah, yeah, this Roman run, we'll call it. It might be the greatest ever in a lot of respects, maybe not in overall, but in a lot of respects it is because they're doing groundbreaking work with how they are telling these storylines just the back the way they're doing the backstage segments the comedy that they continue to infuse um yeah. and just the way they're even shooting certain shots they're nailing it almost every single time every single step of the way except when they did, couldn't find the key for Roman when he was yeah, in that was last minute like standing match with Devin Owens that was pretty bad but um it just it was it's great I'm excited but now I'm confused because I can't see Roman losing his title in a four-way dance. Body dotty, what do you think might be happening and where we're going into the Royal Rumble with Roman Reigns defending against all three, LA Knight, AJ Styles, and of course, a guy I thought a lot of us thought might even win if he had a one-on-one match with Roman, uh, Randy Orton.
1: Um, I actually think this is more of a reason for Roman to lose. He doesn't actually have to lose the match. He's protected in that way. And then, you know, I, I look back at what The Rock said recently. He wanted to sit at the head of the table, mention nothing about the world title. That doesn't need the world title to be a main event at WrestleMania. And also say if it's, there's really two options here to win, right? So it's to me, it's Randy Orton, who, how many titles would that be for him then?
0: That would be number 15, one shy of both Flair and Cena.
1: Okay, so 15. And, and and Randy is deserving of this. Like, you see how I think he has three or four more years left. Oh, no. He this said a decade ago,
0: like three years ago. Yeah. He's going to at least
1: 50. Wow. Okay, so, and, and look at him, like how physical he is currently. Like, he's like physique and just, yeah, he is. Randy's, like, Cena, you and I weren't big on initially. Then as time went on, Cena grew on us, and we respect and understood, like, what he means to the industry, right? I think I see something similar with Randy, and I wasn't necessarily big on him initially. And now as time has gone on, he's remained around. He sort of comes with the furniture, if you will. And it's like, but he's deserving of it, and he's gotten better as he's gotten older. So uh, he could definitely win it. Or and he has history with Cody because this all leads to Cody, and or maybe AJ is a possibility too here. Um well, you
0: think AJ I, might I, win I, the title?
1: I'm saying it's those those would be my top two picks out of you know, LA Knight's gonna be probably the one that's gonna job, my opinion.
0: You wait, you think AJ Styles has a? T- you think he's one of the top two people that might win this title on at the Royal Rumble? That's surprising, Voddy.
1: No, no, no. They're doing the Fatal 4 way. Yeah. So out of these four people, that's why I'm saying, like, in terms of Roman dropping the title. Like, my belief is that they, they can protect him. He's not going to have to actually get pinned. Maybe The Rock interferes. And I'm, to me, it's going to be either Randy Orton or AJ Styles would be my two picks, right? And, uh, mo- and I would say probably 90% Randy. Yeah, I, was, I, I, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's overwhelming, but I'm just saying if they went a different route for some reason to have a certain match with Cody, especially, um, you know, Randy and, and Cody do have this history, but then I'm also thinking, you know, to me, obviously at WrestleMania, Cody's gonna win and finish his story. Okay. So do you want Randy to just drop that all that quickly? Or would you care as much if AJ just was like a transitional champ and they, they put on a great match between the two of them. Former Bullet Club members, by the way.
0: Yeah, I don't think AJ's touching a main event at
1: WrestleMania. I, I, well, I think it's left field, is, to be honest well, with you. N- neither is Cody. So basically, you have Roman and Rock headlining uh, Sunday night, CM Punk and Rollins headlining Saturday night, and then basically Cody and and or Randy or can't Cody and or AJ would be one of the matches on the other two nights.
0: No, let me rephrase. When I said he's not getting a main event, I don't think he's getting a world championship match
1: at Mania. Right.
0: I don't think okay. he's going to. I don't think when you have those big stars like Randy or, or Cody, where, where's the right. money with AJ? No offense to AJ. He's just a, he's, an, yeah. he's in the same draw he was five years ago.
1: Right. Yeah, just that's that simple fair. and like I said like I said it's like a 10% chance that he might win it but yeah I, so, but I, then it then it comes down to your, you know it's okay for Randy to be like sort of a transitional champ um yeah. you know I guess that would be fine um and then Cody gets his title and and the whole thing with Cody Cody got his his main event last year um this year the trade off is he actually wins it and now you have Roman versus the rock for the head of the family, the head of the table. And what do we have here now? So
0: that's a great point. I do think that's a phenomenal point that you make in terms of protecting Roman. So if he faces the rock, even without the title, because we've said that that match never needed a championship. No. And Cody doesn't need to beat Roman. It wasn't part of his story either. Right. I wish they wouldn't have teased it up like a month and a half ago. And I wish they wouldn't have teased it prior because Cody and Roman has that. But you know what? Cody and Roman can still have that chapter with Cody being the champion. Yeah. So they can still have that battle. So I think that makes the most sense in the world. You get the title on Randy and you can protect Roman. Bye. That's what I would do. My hat's off to you. Yeah.
1: and I I, I don't understand why you would do a fatal four-way otherwise, you know, and it just – other than to protect Roman. And and you know what? How do you build up heat between The Rock and Roman? I mean, if Rock comes out there and distracts Roman at all from being able to win that match, there it is. It's because of you I lost that. My streak is over, blah, blah, blah. And you want to be the head of the table? You're never even here, blah, 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 you know? And then all of a sudden, that becomes an atomic, short-term feud that ends at WrestleMania night and and probably propels the bloodline in a direction that's a brand new chapter and a brand new part of their history.
0: Yeah, that's what Roman wanted to do. He said he wanted, or sorry, The Rock said he wanted to do. He wanted to be part of something new, something big. Vince might have still been in the company, and that might have been a big reason why he didn't come back last year, but that's what we might have thought. There was a little controversy with Mr. McMahon and some paralegals, and banging chicks that are 40, 50 years younger than him. <laughs> but the fact remains is uh, The Rock said he wanted to be part of something special and something big. And this is the way everyone can have their cake and eat it too. And so you just basically laid out your your main event, your male main events of the night. You, so you're going, and I agree with you. I think that's the best way to do it. You do Punk Rollins night one, you do Roman Rock night two, and you do Cody and, and Randy Sometime either night one or night two. But Vonnie Dottie, that's just the tip of the freaking iceberg when we talk about WrestleMania and getting ready for WrestleMania season. Ah, we have the elimination chamber too, which might actually sounding like it's going to lead to the number one contender for the whatever summer. title, yeah. whatever title is the one that the Royal Rumble Rumble winner doesn't pick. Yeah. But what else are we going to see at the showcase of the immorals of the immorals? Sorry. That's yeah, Congress.
1: That was Vince's first name. That was, first, that uh, was Vince.
0: that, that's good, right? Immorals. Vince, let's stop talking to that in female referee. You can Google that, folks. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I I think it the, the showcase of the immortals – We got a lot of names on the table. So we got CM Punk are off. Cody's off. Randy Orton's off. Roman's off. The Rock's off. LA Knight. Who is LA Knight facing? I'm going Logan Paul. He's going to be taking Logan Paul on and beating him for the U.S. Championship.
1: It's exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to have. Yeah, you're going to have uh, Mr. LA Knight going against Logan Paul. And you know what? We were discussing it, too. Like. You know, there's a criti- criticism of Valley Knight that he hasn't really had a quote unquote great match. You know what? Like that could be true, but I'm totally entertained with him. I love the crowd reaction to him, and having him with a heel like Logan Paul getting mega heat—it just—it's it, going to be a great moment for that title. Okay, Logan Paul is going to do extremely cool things in that match. His legend will only grow, and that. Philadelphia crowd at WrestleMania, it would just go crazy for LA Knight. That's where you're going to truly see how popular he is within the universe. Hey, you know what? It isn't the world title. It's not the universal title, but the US title, and you put that belt on LA Knight, and he holds it for a period of time, maybe six to eight months, whatever it might be, where he starts building his brand with that gold and representing it and maybe becoming one of the better known champions. Great for him, so yeah, I totally agree with you. That's where I see that that title and that match going, Um, and I'm looking forward to it. All right,
0: Gunther Brock, are you on the same page there too?
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's the thing. So that's where I counterbalance Cody and Randy. Whatever night Cody and Randy are wrestling, I put Gunther, Gunther and Brock on the other night. Just to have a nice balance there, like. You know, maybe it's Gunther and Brock night one. I don't know. Maybe actually Brock would probably want to be on Sunday. So, but still, that that match is going to be great. And then you know what? Like, what do you like? Would would you actually if Brock says, "Hey, I can be here a little bit more than part time for the next two and a half months," would you have him beat Gunther? No.
0: Um... Okay. Wait, if Brock's going to do a program with him, a la Cody, where he wins one, loses one, wins one, loses one?
1: No, I, let me put it this way. if say, Because I believe Brock has never won the Intercontinental Championship, right? Um, So if he said to the Triple H, yeah, you know what? I'm all down with, if you, if I win the title, I'll go and defend it regularly for the next, say, three months. No?
0: Nah, regularly is a strong stretch. I mean, he doesn't have to be regularly. It could be twice a month. But I don't think right, he right, I, yeah. he might defend it. I don't think he would be a defending champion. No, he's never That's has safe. been. I mean, he'd have to do something right. he hasn't done in 20 something yeah. years, being a consistent player. All right. So then
1: you think Gunther wins this match?
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think Gunther wins this match. Also, Brock doesn't win matches anymore. I think he's three and seven in his last 10 singles matches.
1: Yeah, he has gone downwards in terms of uh, his record. And I mean, Who's, you know, hey, it's amazing when he's willing, somebody, a wrestler is willing to do business, right?
0: Well, and the fact is he's given back to the business. And you're talking about a guy who had the Undertaker job to him and give him his streak. So, And Brock, by all accounts, has always respected the business. By all accounts. Everyone who's ever worked with him says he respects the business and respects the job at hand. So, you know, say what you want. The guy has always been, from what we can tell, as professional unless you get a little spicy. And then... You don't. You don't have a problem with CM Punk saying he's feeling spicy. You don't think that's corny? No, not at all. God damn it, CM Punk. He could. He could shoot a baby in the middle of Times Square, and you'd be like, "Ah, probably like the Young Bucks."
1: <laughs> well, it's it's great because I, you know, I give the guy the benefit of the doubt, but then I have you, who's just a complete like uh, split personality almost freak about CM Puck. It's literally admiration or disgust. Both. Yeah. Both. It's amazing. Both.
0: Um, I, I'm i am always watching when he's on TV. So he's doing something right. Women's, let's yeah. talk about the, the tag team titles. Obviously, wait, before we do that, Jay and Jimmy, obviously, no yeet versus yeet.
1: Yeah. That writes itself.
0: How about this one, Vladi? John Cena avenges himself, possibly, against
1: Solo Sokoa. You know what? That could definitely happen. Yeah. That's a good call. I didn't even think of that one. Ah, yeah, look at that. Um and you know what? And when and recently when The Rock was on TV one of these last two times. I think Cena was there, and they had an exchange like a like a positive thing. So that would be somebody that could help The Rock with the bloodline. Even he's got Beef with Solo, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and now you got Cena and The Rock, and whoever else The Rock can get himself can get aligned with them. Well,
0: you would uh, you would it would be it would be Jimmy or Jay? Jay, yep. Maybe the three okay, on three you could easily that. Yeah. do that. Easily do that. Yeah, it's WrestleMania season. All bets are off with who's on what brand. Yeah. Um,
1: you know what that match? That match right there that you just mentioned might be the one that happens in Australia.
0: The tag. Oh, possibly. Man Flatty. They should. Uh, Triple H should be taking notes.
1: Yeah. Not you, Tony. Bo- You're doing great. We're- See, we're bookers. We're not matchmakers. We're not <laughs> amateurs. Now let's switch
0: over to the women's division. Yeah. Is Rhea Ripley. I'm right now it looks like they're doing Rhea and Naya. I feel like they're going to give Naya the opportunity and Naya will be the Andre the Giant, pardon the pun, but the irresistible force that Hogan used to have, but this will be Rhea cuz Naya is a lot bigger than Rhea and that never happens. Stronger than Rhea. And Naya when she's in the ring with somebody who can work is a pretty good worker. When she's in with a rookie, she's horrible. So it's yeah, one of those. She things. might injure you. And Rhea, and Rhea, that's the thing you worry about. It's going to get dropped on her freaking head, but um, or have her jaw broken. But Rhea, I think Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax. A lot of people think it might be Becky. I'm not
1: too sure about that because I. Here's the question. Here's the million dollar question, Mr. Valley. Who wins the Royal Want Rumble for the women?
0: Nia Jax.
1: Ooh. See, I'm going Becky. Okay. And Becky chooses Rhea Ripley.
0: They've had a couple interactions backstage,
1: nothing crazy. And you know what? I, I'm going to be really intrigued to see how they play that, because Rhea Ripley, is, is for, for a heel and a villain, is very popular with the crowd.
0: I This is my thing. I think they were yeah. planning on a four horsewoman reunion, or at least having damage control turn babyface when when Bailey turns when turned. Well, i sorry, when Bailey turns babyface, I think Becky needs to be there to help her, and they might need someone other person. Then you go get your, Then you go get Mercedes Mernay or whatever you want to call her. But the rumor is yeah. that she's signing with AEW. That'll be a great career move.
1: Yeah. She'll she'll have them rising from the ashes, yeah. But I think it's Becky, and I think Bailey beats Io Sky, and then you have a moment where like at least two of the four horsewomen are the champions there, right?
0: Bailey might be win the Royal Rumble. That's a whole other thing. It's possible,
1: yeah. Like I think those two are going to be in the in the women's, you know, both their you know, the uh, respective uh, title matches for and each show.
0: And we're gonna have our big Royal Rumble preview show next week. I can't wait for that, Vladdy. WrestleMania season. I'm so excited. <laughs> so you're th- I think it's a great. So you have Bailey Eo, and you also have, and then you're saying Becky Rhea. I'm saying Nia Rhea. I'm okay with either one of them, to be honest with yeah. you. I don't love Naya. I know I'm gonna get killed yeah. for that. Because not a lot of people hate Nia. I guess she's the cool one to hate, but it, it's a good story.
1: Um, yeah, unless unless they decide to go with a, a triple threat match, which I'd rather not, but they, they're sort of building that up as well because Becky has beef with Nia. Now Rhea and Nia have some beef, you know, and that's the thing. And, and you know what? Maybe that's the way to sort of split the difference in terms of the crowd reaction, just being so pro like Rhea uh, and, and negative towards Becky. Nia would be the, the one to absorb the heat. Lottie, you are
0: on fire tonight. You are booking the greatest WrestleMania ever right now. With your partner, with your
1: bud. But That's what happens when we brainstorm.
0: Yeah, because every idea that you had that I didn't have, I'm absolutely in love with. The whole Royal Rumble idea with Orton winning, I think AJ will take the pin, though. I don't think LA Knight takes the pin there.
1: Yeah, I I think AJ's in there to take the pin. Yeah, you know what? You're right, because they're not going to want LA Knight to look weak and then go and... You know, spin off to like Logan Paul. Yeah, like he's already he he lost Roman straight out already. So yeah, AJ is going to take the pin there.
0: World Tag Team Championships Judgment Day and who? I think it's going to be Our Truth and the Miz. Ooh, the Awesome Truth beats the Judgment Day for the World Tag Team titles at WrestleMania. Fuck it now, Vladdy.
1: You might be right on that because really, there's nobody. There's nobody else. Like, I'm not going to be impressed with the Creed brothers going against Judgment Day.
0: And also, there is a sensation. Our truth is has always been, I think, a big fan favorite. Always been hilarious. Yes. But there is an appreciation. This last skit, and I think we did enough. That's a great WrestleMania. We're going to show the, the matches we just booked. That's incredible. There's probably a couple more you could add or, or take away. But let's get into the Our truth thing. Yeah, that could have been the funniest thing I've seen on pro wrestling television. I'm trying to remember. I really am. That was some of the funnier skits that we've seen lately. I remember one that made me laugh was when Jericho and the and the Inner Circle did a, a spoof on on Cody. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but it was kind of that vein where they're kind of taking a serious yeah. serious uh, parody and making it hilarious. But this was just so much funnier. This was like professionally done. This could have been a Saturday Night Live skit when Saturday Night Live was really good. Just everything they threw into it, the 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 Photoshop, the overdubbing of his pictures, some of the yeah. reactions he made. It was absolutely incredible. Our truth, he may be the funniest professional wrestler of all time.
1: Yeah, he is a national treasure at this point. And that sketch that sketch that they did there and it was just perfect it wasn't so over the top where i'm like okay this is getting corny it was just so subtly funny and then there was like two or three times that got it, it got me to laugh out loud be it the pictures that they used or just our truth's delivery of even like uh not knowing uh dominic's brother but he you know he's never met him but he's still my brother you know and it's just like the way he he was like you know spinning things in his reality and just it was just perfect, perfect wrestling comedy. And you know what? The other show, the other brand wants to do comedy over and over, and they do it usually very poorly. They should watch that over and over and start understanding how it's done.
0: WWE has had massive, massive, horrible comedic attempts as well, bud. Let's not just okay. point out. Come on. That's not, I'm let's talking, just be I'm celebratory. About- let's be celebratory.
1: I'm talking about the most perfect one that I've seen in a long time and that the competition that looks to do it almost every segment should go and watch that and learn something from it. I don't think that's an unfair thing.
0: I think anybody who's writing a comedic skit should watch it,
1: not just AEW. Woody Allen should check into it next tomorrow, I think. <laughs> Still alive. Unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I guess his, his star fell last decade or so. <laughs> no, it was absolutely great. I absolutely love our truth. Think it was a, a just a tremendous turning point. I mean, there was already this love fest for having him back cuz he was missed. And he was used as a, such a joke, but not he was used in a joke in a completely unmeaningful way every single time. They just throw him out there, go get a laugh and bring bring back. This time, he's using the comedy. Triple H is implementing the comedy. With the situation, making him actually over with the crowd and having a storyline that he can actually dig his teeth, sink his teeth into, where the comedy then can play off each other and then grow into something bigger, and that's what you're seeing, opposed to just coming out and popping Brock Lesnar, which he's done too, or popping, mm-hmm. or popping a group of guys that are fighting in a ladder match when he came out, and you know, or was well, a couple of years ago he came out and ran out, and the first thing he did when he joined the Royal Rumble was he threw a ladder in the ring and then started climbing it like it was a ladder match. You know, like stuff like that. He always made the most of his time. Even that ridiculous, horrible title that he had that he made hilarious. He treated it like the joke that it was. And that's why it worked. Um, you know, and so I'm just so glad he's getting some flowers now. Really late in his career, too. He's been doing this for two decades. And so for him to get this opportunity and he's going to get his he's going to get a WrestleMania match. He's too over. He's too beloved right now. He's over. This crowd loves him. Yep. And you obviously saw the beginning implementations, implementations with Miz in this storyline. He just got a victory over JD McDonough. And there you'll see they'll turn on truth. And then the Miz will come to his aid. And then the awesome truth is reborn. And there you go. It
1: definitely could happen. And you know what? It, it, it would be a great moment. And also it makes judgment day that much more entertaining. I'd say like, I'm not like huge into them by any means, <laughs> but mine. now it's like, but now it's like, even like Damien priest, watch that Our truth sketch. And he's like, that was funny. <laughs> like even he couldn't deny it, you know, like Rhea's sort of smiling at it. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, it was nice, man. It was, um, I'll tell you what, yeah, the judgment day, I still, Finn Balor is a 100% percent mid carter now. We can agree to that, right? Like he's uh, he's so the want... maybe the fourth most interesting guy in this this faction at this point. I don't even know if he's more interesting than JD at this point. Hmm. Like they're, they're interchangeable. Just putting it out there. You know, just he's got he's gotten lost in the shuffle with this. Um, Rhea's great, yeah. The Judgment Day they were given a lot more opportunity probably than they were over, but they're finally doing something that, like as you said, is is something that you're interested in and, and that you can actually care about. Because a lot of the things they've done so far, it was kind of like, huh, all right, whatever. But yeah, so I don't know. I, this this Truth thing is definitely growing a lot of momentum, uh, almost as much as the Jinder Mahal one. Jim Deer- Mahal and R-Truth, the stock has risen so much the last four days. It's ridiculous.
1: One's been made by Triple H. The other one was made by Tony Khan.
0: Don't hinder Jinder. Unbelievable. But yeah, it, a very exciting time. And, and if you, ch- I love that graphic we had of, of our WrestleMania that we booked. Look at that. There has to be a celebrity match in here somewhere. Is there any celebrities coming out with a movie that like to rest? Oh, Bad Bunny. He's going to probably want to do something, isn't
1: he? Yeah, probably. And I've already heard him being mentioned for the Royal Rumble. Um, Who else? Logan Paul's a celebrity.
0: Yeah, but he's. I meant like a special one. Like they had. uh, What was his name? The jackass guy. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, Johnny Knoxville.
0: Johnny Knoxville, which wound up being a very entertaining match, that stupid joke match. It wound up being one of the best matches of the weekend, ironically. <laughs> not even joking. Sammy, um, Sammy Zane showed you how great of a, an entertainer he is in that match. He totally carried it, sold it. He had a, pop, a, a prop botch, and he still made it a really entertaining match. It's not a Cotta yeah. versus Omega, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Sammy and Owens. I forgot about they got to do something with them. Yeah, They yeah, got to Lashley do Is Lashley and Street profits? Um, there's a lot
0: of there's a lot of people on the table that I haven't man, even thought of yet.
1: He's got so much to work with.
0: It's, I mean, we we already named. I mean, seven or eight. I think we named seven or eight matches, maybe six matches. Um, you're probably only getting sixteen matches the whole weekend, All right? So there's probably some space left, and I don't even know if you're getting that because he he wants to keep him four hours total hour like an hour kickoff and then the three hours. He doesn't like keeping people there. I'm talking about Triple H. Doesn't like yeah. keeping people there five or six hours. It's the worst. Uh, it really is. So that's why they do. That. That's why they split it to two nights. So you're probably only getting really you're probably only getting fourteen matches. I can't see it being many more than that. Maybe sixteen. So I think we named. I think we had like not. You know, I don't know how many we named, but um, there's still a lot on, on the playing field. Who would? So let's talk about that. Who would you put Kevin Owens and Sammy with? They're they're on completely different ends of the spectrum um, at this point.
1: Oh man,
0: because yeah, you know what? Oh Waller, oh, they're gonna put. Oh
1: the, Waller and
0: Kevin's and, uh, gonna need a partner for, for WrestleMania. Against Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. Wow. Wow. That is a fall from grace, for Christ's sake.
1: Hmm. What about uh, Drew McIntyre? AJ. Shinsuke. That
0: no, won't be Shinsuke. It's going to be a
1: babyface. I know. I'm, I'm just like naming names. Like, oh, what names of people I can, do? yeah. Yeah, like who what, who are you matching them up? Are they gonna just have like bullshit battle royal to cover some bases, or you're
0: gonna you're gonna have probably Bobby Lash and the Street Profits actually take on maybe Jesus Christ, AJ and the OC.
1: No, it's gonna be Carrying uh, Cross and Authors of Pain. Ooh, even better. There you go. I guess. I don't know if uh, I yeah, saw him. I, yeah, saw, I him. saw him. Yeah. Another spooky
0: faction. There's like four of them now. I like, oh, kind of over it. Yeah, another spooky one. Ooh, spooky! And everyone's calling it a House of Black ripoff. And then it's like, well, House of Black is the OJ. Nobody watches them, but yeah, actually, uh, wouldn't the Dark Order be the OJ? or Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt family. True enough. I mean, you could go back to the. I'm, I meant
1: just like Undertaker. Yeah, like yeah, Army Ministry.
0: The ministry, the corporate ministry.
1: Oh, and you forget about the brood.
0: The brood. There's a lot of spooky. But recently, I'm talking the last couple years. Um, I don't know. A lot of another spooky one. Look, I think when anything with carrying cross, it seems like potential. Let's see what happens. And then, did you? I
1: don't know if you saw. There was one of the promos they did. It was a pre-tape, and he was actually like going in the lines, like, "Hey, we put our, you know." whatever spooky shit he was saying and then we put you know our, our you know our time you know our like the the timepiece in front of the in front of roman reigns and the the uh bloodline look at him now and then we did this like i i sent the message to you once alluding to it you're like ah oh, no this is not they're not gonna do that and it's like he actually went and mentioned like he's almost trying to take credit like for all these things that are happening i'm like this is a stretch carrying
0: yeah yeah, like he had nothing but, to do with anything. He, had nothing, he didn't do any of the work.
1: We put that clock in front of them, and then Scarlet turned the hourglass over. And now you feel how evil we are. Spooky. We're very spooky. We're very spooky. But oh, well, I am. The other guy was just the manager for the
0: road waters, and these two don't speak English. Probably could lose
1: to weight, lose. They could probably stand to lose some pounds. <laughs> uh, you know what was uh w- what annoyed me about Giovanni on uh, during the match with FTR and House of Black when they would go everything and you ha-
0: you hated Giovanni for years now.
1: He- he's a waste.
0: I um, like Giovanni. I think he's great.
1: I know, I know, and um, I loved how they would cut to like and show Dax's wife and daughter. And Shivani was like so impersonal. He was like, oh, there, there's Dax's uh his wife and his daughter. Like he he wouldn't even like go find out what their names are. You know, like you, know. you 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 kill
0: them for some we kill oh them for God. some real minor shit, man. You kill them for a minor? big things too, but there's some minor shit. I'm like I thought the worst part of it was his kid wasn't selling it. His kid was like, like the the wife is like, oh, oh no. And the kid's like, This is fake, right? <laughs> like the kid yeah. totally wasn't acting. It wasn't like McFoley's children crying their eyes out at the Royal Rumble. Right. It wasn't anything like that. They 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 kind of failed that part, but it's all good. I don't know that that was one of the good things AEW did this past week. The stipulation was stupid. Like Dax Harwood would ever sign a contract. I'm going to abandon my real family to come hang out with. Spooky people that are going back to WWE in the last in within the next nine months. Anyway,
1: that's 100% happening. Probably. I mean, I think I think all three of them will.
0: I don't think Brody King will. I think Brody King has a little bit of a longer deal in place. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. But I don't know. It's it's certainly a situation where both companies, WWE is on the rise. They're going into WrestleMania season, probably arguably the strongest they had ever gone into WrestleMania season, maybe ever, because from top to bottom, there's great matches. So if we just named like seven or eight marquee matches that are going to be can't miss. And there's going to be a couple of surprises that we're not sure. There's rumors Stone Cold comes back. Maybe we, maybe Punk doesn't get his main event. Maybe he gets Stone Cold instead who knows maybe Drew McIntyre's in a triple threat but there's so many big stars that he has so much to do with Um, and it's going to be interesting to see where I guess they're going to be called the pride this is not bullshit I heard that that Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits are going to be called the pride is that weird
1: the pride of Lions. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't right. know.
0: The pride's kind of like synonymous with the uh, LGBTQIA, you know what I mean?
1: So you think they're all gay?
0: No, <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I mean it's just weird that they would go the pride with it.
1: And, and then, then... crosses Carrying Cross's group is called the Prejudice.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be fun to see. Next week, folks, we have our big Royal Rumble preview. We're going to spend some time on that. We're obviously going to talk a lot more about the goings-on of AEW. We also, Vladi Dottie, when are the Vladi Dotties going to be prepared to unleash on the high poppers out there? that love our show so much.
1: Listen, I still have my accountants tabulating votes. This is a process. I'm trying to do something a little bit new as well so they get mad when they start and then end the process and then start with something new so listen, there's stuff going on I can't even describe it for you so it's way over your helmet
0: is that a shoot? it's not a shoot, it's all work it's all work, pal all work but it's all good, it's all good, baby it's all good well, I'm excited, professional wrestling is still a hell of a lot of fun it's still fun to watch it's still fun to throw ourselves into it WWE's cooking on all cylinders and AEW did like two or three good things this past week. So, oh, hopefully they can build upon that. We're going to be back with you guys next week. Check out possibly a uh, moment in the Valley over the weekend. And check out a couple of other special videos. We upload shorts almost on a daily basis. Check us out. Hit the subscribe button if you have not done it. You're listening on Spotify. Hey, follow us. We're on Spotify again. It's great. We're Vladi Dadi. This is Silicon Steve Valley with a very hoarse voice. Vati, hear that? I hear that. Horse. I'm going to use my new toy from now on. But thank you so much for listening. Bird guy, this is Silicon City Valley. Thank you for watching High Spots and Cheap Pops. Thank you for listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops. You're in the lesson. Thank you so much for watching High Spots and Cheap Pops. For Vladi this is Silicon Steve Alley. Hit the subscribe button and let us know what you think. Thank you for watching, and here endeth the lesson.